Welcome to the Fifth Chakra Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things self-expression and channeling your voice. I'm your host, Sierra Jamerson. I'm a holistic vocal coach, singer, songwriter, and multi-passionate creative. My interests lie at the intersection of spirituality, psychology, music, art, self-care, and culture. So that's what we talk about on the podcast. I'm glad to have you here. Today's episode is based off of a tarot reading that I did for a client. Rather than do a blessing and pull a card at the beginning of the episode and then dive into a separate topic, I thought that the reading itself channeled an important message and I wanted to share it in its entirety. Sometimes I do readings for clients um, in person, but often what I will do is I will record or type up a message or record a video and send the video or audio or or write out the reading for a client if they can't meet me in person. The situation as it actually exists. The situation as it actually exists is you were put on this earth with a passion. with something that you love, that you're dedicated to, something that makes your heart sing. And when you channel your passion, it's like a spring that flows out of you, coming from your heart, pouring out into the world around you like an ocean full of creativity and meaning and purpose and alignment. It's like you have a halo over your head when you have your passion, when you are in your passion. It's like, it's like you worship a star. It's like you're made of flowers. It's like every speck of light is a rainbow. And you haven't felt that way in a long time. In fact, I'm beginning to wonder whether you felt that way at all. It seems as though you've lost your passion. I'm wondering where it went and I'm wondering what it was. What is it that made your heart sing and how did you lose it? I'm getting the sense that it might have something to do with feeling like an imposter. I went to a play a while ago and the play was about a woman who experienced a lot of family dysfunction and trauma and how it left her feeling not good enough no matter what 
she accomplished, no matter what success she had, she always felt like she was a failure, that she didn't deserve any of it, and she had somehow conned everyone into believing that she had talent. At times, watching this play, I connected with it so deeply that I felt my skin itch and my body get hot and flustered. I've done a lot of work on my own trauma healing and yet I hadn't quite put together the ways in which my own personal history of pain and trauma might be linked to my feelings of not being good enough, of not having accomplished enough, of being an imposter and a failure. Intellectually, it makes sense, but it really, really hit me once I saw that someone else had the exact same thoughts as I did. It externalized it for me, made me think, okay, so this isn't just my mind. This isn't just my personality. This isn't just the truth even. This is a negative thought pattern, a cognitive distortion that happens when you experience pain, when you're supposed to feel safe. Experiencing pain when you're supposed to feel safe is sadly a universal concept. So many people have experienced it. It's tragic and devastating. And one of the ways that these adverse childhood experiences show up is as we get older, our confidence decreases. Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, says that we're so fearless when we're little girls. And as we get older, we become more and more insecure because we become more self-aware of the way that people are judging us. We become more aware of the labels that are put upon us in society because we're women. I think she's very right. And I think that we step into those labels and we lose confidence in ourselves and we lose faith in the possibility that the things that we dream of, the things that we love, can be a reality. So we do what's safe instead and we give them up. We give up our passions. We give up our ambitions. We give up our dreams. We settle for a mediocre, safe, quiet life. We make ourselves small. And in doing so, we slowly dim all of the colors out of our lives until everything is sepia toned. We lose all of the specks of light that look like rainbows.
the situation as it actually exists. Now, action recommended. In times such as these, when not only have we lost our passion because of our insecurities and misgivings and social conditioning, we have also, many of us, lost our passion out of fear and instability and unpredictability in society at large. We have gone through and will go through dark times. My sister told me this. She said, the things that we've been through have made us stronger and it's important that we're strong now because we are going to go through dark times in the future. There are going to be difficult, difficult days ahead for our world. And because we've already lived through some of the darkest days, because we are a people who have survived the end of the world over and over and over again, we will know what to do. And we will be stronger. And we will survive. I think she's right. I think there's one piece missing, though. And that would be joy. I think that is why some of the unhappiest people in the world, some of the people who have been through the most pain, some of the people with the most suffering are comedians. They're hilarious. I think that is why I love the sense of humor that my people have. We need joy. Some people, you know, they can give or take joy, but when you are marginalized, you need joy. When you don't have healthcare, medicine, money for food on the table, bills to pay, safety, healthy relationships, community, you need joy. And you need God too. Not to say that you need God as in you need to find religion. But you need God as in you need to feel something higher than yourself. And I think that joy, the joy that comes in the morning is the highest expression of God, of the divine, of the divine feminine, of the great mother. You need joy. Think back to when you were a little girl. What were the things that made you joyful? Remember how you used to laugh and play and explore mother nature and sing at the top of your lungs and draw and paint and make crafts 
and play games and imagine the camps you used to go to, the things you used to love to do, the dancing, the playing instruments, the running outside, the swimming, the exploring. Those are the things you need now. Joy is not just for children, but children are experts at finding joy. It's time to become passionate about your joy. About doing it over and over and over again. About making it your primary focus. About doing it unabashedly and selflessly. There is joy to be found in being of service. There is joy to be found in cultivating peace. There is joy to be found in living simply and humbly and reciprocally. There is joy to be found in accepting yourself radically for who you are and where you are. Being more yourself. Peeling back the layers of dirt and grime and clay and dust until you can feel that little spring start to trickle forth from your heart once again. And then over time that spring gains speed and strength and depth until the dam is bursting and your heart is overflowing with the water of your passion. Action recommended. Action recommended. And then the outcome. You get to remother yourself in this moment, in this time. You get to be like the earth who is your mother. You get to be like the sign of Virgo, whole and complete unto yourself, grounded and rooted in the earth, mutable, feminine, Immaculate conception, creation, birth. You can give birth to your passion once again. You can give birth to a you who is whole, organic, aligned, at peace. A peace that passes understanding. You can nourish yourself plant seeds within your own body, grow your own soul, your own outlook in your own womb, remother yourself, reconnect to yourself, to your divine energy. Some of us are mothers by birth and by, by blood. Some of us are mothers by spirit, by will, by dream. Some of us are mothers to 
little children pitter-pattering around (laughs) as I speak. And some of us are mothers to our ideas, to our dreams. Some of us have given birth to songs and books and prayers and enterprise and food and medicine and love and relationships and community. You can be a mother of a lot of different things. Remother yourself. Rebirth yourself. See this not as a painful labor, but as a process of experiencing joy and ecstasy of growing and stretching and widening and opening and surrendering and letting your passion come through again. Step into it. Open up to it. Be a part of it. Let it be a part of you. You were not put here to simply work nine to five, drive home, watch TV, go to sleep, get up before the sun, drive to work, and do it all over again. Your soul came here for a purpose. There's an experience that it needs to have at this moment in time. There's something that we need from your soul to achieve our highest evolution as human beings. And if we don't get all those things we need, we may not make it to that highest evolution. Because as a species, we are very clearly at a crossroads. So find your passion. Make time for it. Experience the joy you were meant to have as you live on this planet. Make joy your passion. Be passionate about your joy. And you will be reborn. This episode is brought to you by me. (laughs) I am my own sponsor, which means nobody can tell me what I can and cannot say. If you like this episode or you've resonated with something on this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating or writing a positive review or even just sharing it with a friend. The more ratings and reviews and shares that it gets, the more I'm able to spread this message with others and hopefully do some good in the world. Now, where was I? Thank you so much for listening to the Fifth Chakra Podcast. Until next time, remember, you don't have to be perfect to be heard. Take care.